So hello and welcome back to the Selecting Your Fund Domicile, a series of podcast videos that features expert law firms and ANO experts covering both offshore and onshore jurisdictions. I'm Kamar Jaffer, a partner in our Middle East Funds and Asset Management practice, and I will be moderating today's session. Today we'll be discussing topical fund trends in Luxembourg, a widely popular jurisdiction for funds. I'm delighted to introduce our guest speaker and my colleague, Miao Wang, a counsel in Alan Nunnery's funds team in Luxembourg. Miao has extensive experience in advising on the formation of alternative investment funds, investing into a variety of asset classes, including real estate, infrastructure, and private debt. She's experienced in both Luxembourg and Cayman fund structures, including carry vehicles. Miao also regularly assists institutional investors on their investments into alternative investment funds and advises funds and banks on fund finance transactions. Miao, thank you very much for participating in the series. Hi, Kama. Thanks for having me. So we have plenty of questions for you today, and I'm sure our listeners will be delighted to learn uh, more about the legal and regulatory landscape um, in Luxembourg. So without further ado, let's um, let's start with the first question. Luxembourg, as we said, is an established fund jurisdiction. What are the uh, types of funds that you're currently seeing in the market? Thanks, Kamal. So um, we've seen a steady flow of um, funds in the market, um, especially the funds that uh, invest in various assets classes, such as PE funds, VC funds, infrastructure funds, etc., well, currently, we see quite a, a number of funds um, investing in infrastructure, private debt, and, and climate-related assets. And what are the types of vehicles that are commonly used in private funds in Luxembourg? There are a wide range of fund vehicle options. Uh, we have regulated funds, which are the funds to um, be monitored and approved by the CSSF, which is the f uh, financial regulator of Luxembourg. We also have unregulated fund, such as um, a reserve alternative investment fund, uh, aka RAIF, as well as unregulated limited partnership. So those two types of unregulated funds are widely used in the market. And like, I'd like to focus on these two um, today. So I think Luxembourg has two interesting features. The first one is um, those, the funds in Luxembourg are compatible fund structure in uh, funds in other jurisdictions. For example, uh, taking unregulated limited partnership in Luxembourg as an example, it looks very similar as exempted limited partnership in Cayman Island. The second feature of Lux funds is that they offer a broad range of legal forms for asset managers to choose from. Take RAFE, a reserved alternative investment fund, for example, RAFE can be structured in corporate form, um, in partnership form, um, in partnership limited by shares, as well as uh, in contractual form. So um, this provides flexibility. In addition, a RAFE can also be structured as an umbrella fund structure and or standalone fund structure. The compatibility and the variety of legal forms give great flexibilities for asset managers. Um, so you can consider Lux Fund as a legal break that can be easily plugged into your global fund structure to meet various regulatory and tax requirements. 
as well as、um, the expectation of your investors. Well, from lawyers' perspective, this is truly exciting,、um, and、uh, of course, at the meantime, fund structuring is also a very、um, challenging work. So, picking up on the regulatory considerations, what are the key regulatory considerations、uh, for structuring private funds in Luxembourg? The most important concept, I guess, is、um, AFMD as well as alternative investment fund. So, what is alternative investment fund, aka AIF? It is a fund that raises capital from a number of investors with a view to invest the, the capital in accordance with a defined investment policy for the benefit of the investors. So, this concept AIF. Um, in principle, if if your fund, be it、um, uh, RAIF or or, or unregulated SESP, falls within the concept of AIF, then in principle you need to comply with AFMD, unless for under certain exemptions. So if you are、uh, an AIF that is complies with、um, that complies with AFMD, the merits of it is that you can enjoy marketing passport, which enables the fund. To be marketed to professional investors in the European Union.、Uh, however, if the fund is an AIF that falls within certain exemptions, then you're not able to enjoy the marketing passport, but have to follow each member state's own marketing passport. Passport. What's noting is that sometimes、um, a certain、um, fund、uh, needs to be an AIF in any event, such as RAIF. So if you structure your fund as a RAIF, it must be an AIF. That means. You will have a marketing passport. And what are some of the other considerations、uh, that affect fund structuring? I'd say tax. Tax is definitely an important factor here,、uh, because nowadays depends on your investor base,、um, the investment policies, as well as target jurisdictions of your fund. You always have to、uh, engage a, a tax advisor together with your fund advisor、uh, when structuring your fund. So let me give you an example.、Um, when we structure a Luxembourg fund, we would always consider、uh, the impact of、um, the the EU anti-tax avoidance directive too.、Um, so to put it in the context, so this this legislation ATAP two provides a hybrid mismatch rule.、Um, for example,、uh, to, to make it in a very very simple、uh, scenario, Luxembourg unregulated SESP. Is considered as tax transparent in Luxembourg, but not all the tax authorities where investor loca- investors are located take the same view. If the local tax authority of investors b- believes that Luxembourg SESP is a tax opaque vehicle, then this may cause high,、uh, hybrid mismatch risk. And if those investor shareholding exceeds certain threshold. Then this might potentially bring adverse tax effect to the fund. So as you can see, this is a, a topic that needs to be discussed with the asset manager, with the fund lawyer, and of course led by the tax associates. And taking a step back, can you also describe、uh, the ecosystem in Luxembourg? You know, what are the service providers that need to be appointed for a Luxembourg fund? So let's follow the story of. A fund that has been、um, established as an AIF that complies with AFMD and have Euro、uh, EU marketing passport. For fund like this,、um, you would need to engage EU uh, AFM, uh, what we call alternative investment fund manager, together with depository and fund administrator. 
Of course, some of our clients don't have a, a alternative investment fund manager in European Union. What they usually do is to engage a third party AFM,、uh, who will then in turn delegate the portfolio management function to the asset management group. So,、um, in Luxembourg, we have numerous service providers.、Uh, for example, a third party AFM.、Um, in according to a statistic of CSSF, by the end of 2020, we have more than 100 third party AFMs authorized in Luxembourg. So, in conclusion, here you can find numerous sophisticated、uh, service providers. That are happy to help you with your fund project. And looking forward, what are some of the legal and regulatory developments on the horizon、um, in Luxembourg? This year, we are looking at two very, very hot topics. The first one is the review of EU regulation on European long-term investment funds,、um, what we call LTIF. So, what is this legislation? So this one is looking to harmonize to harmonize framework for AIF that invest in long term assets such as infrastructure,、uh, real estate, and also to facilitate、um, their access to retail investors. The review currently is expected to bring significant upgrade on LTIF product. And Luxembourg, as、uh, one of the most important jurisdictions in European Union、uh, for funds, would certainly benefit from this review and potential new legislation.、Um, to bring it in more context, the review will notably bring three、uh, advantages for、um, asset managers looking to set up LTIFs. The first one is to simplify the access、uh, of Uh, LTIF to retail investors, and the second one is introducing a more flexible、uh, regime with respect to eligible assets for LTIF, and the third one is to relax the investment rules applicable to LTIF. For example,、um, the new law is expected to re、uh, to relax risk diversification requirement for LTIF. Another important.、Um, New legislation development is the review of AFMD.、Um, as we all know, the AFMD is a backbone regulatory framework for asset managers in the EU.、Um, the new、um, legislation, although currently、um, there has been no compromised、uh, official te text yet, but people expect that the new、um, review and the legislation might. Bring more clarity as to the delegation and substance requirement for the AFM,、uh, the liquidity management tool, as well as bring in more、uh, rules with respect to loan origination funds. We will, of course,、uh, keep monitoring the development of this、um, review with respect to these two texts, and will keep our clients、um, updated. And what are some of the trends now that you're seeing in the market? I see three trends. The first one is、um, increased focus on the ESG and impact investment. Well, it, it is not only about SFDR and taxonomy disclosure.、Um, the impact is actually much broader than that. It affects investment screening,、um, ESG data protection, as well as the operation of the funds. 
It also affects broader fund term. For example, we have seen more impact fund connecting the carry interest of uh, of the sponsor to the ESG achievement of that impact fund. The second trend that we've seen in the market is enhanced digitalization, uh, because the the asset managers and service providers are leveraging their new technologies, platform, and solutions to adapt to a changing market condition. Um, regulatory requirements, as well as、uh, investors' expectations. The third trend we've seen in the market、um, is fund structure and and terms are becoming more bespoke and tailored.、Uh, we see recently quite a number of separately managed account, project fund, co-investment fund, as well as pledge fund. It is a type of product that allows investor in the fund to decide. Uh, what kind of investment that it would like to participate in through the fund? And you mentioned a meow fund finance、um, at the start of the the podcast. What are you seeing on the fund finance side? Well, the the fund finance in twenty twenty two has been quite active,、um, and the appetites of、uh, our funds clients have been very strong in terms of getting a finance for their fund.、Um, our clients. Have increasingly telling us that the traditional credit line facility is now seen as a necessary tool, not only to smooth their drawdown、uh, management, but also and more importantly to help them win deals、um, and to bring more flexibility to their investment strategies. So, for example,、um, that funds、uh, they really need、um, the, the the credit line facility to speed up. Their、uh, funding process in downstream direct lending area. So this trend、uh, definitely affected our fund documentation drafting, as well as a closing management, because the asset managers would expect the closing of finance、uh, of finance somehow、um, bring synergy、uh, to the closing of、uh, their fundraising, or vice versa. In addition, we have seen more and more、um, NAV finance,、uh, hybrid finance, as well as guarantee and、um, equity commitment letters as credit support issued by funds to downstream vehicles. Of course, we have also seen、uh, GP finance in the past year. So you touched on ESG and sustainable finance. What are you seeing now,、um, more specifically in this area? Um, indeed, I mean, in recent two years, we've seen more and more ESG-linked loans. I think this is partly because our、uh, clients are seeking to align their investment strategies and product with、um, the ESG preferences and expectations of their investors,、uh, as well as、uh, their stakeholders. Well, looking ahead, the exact volume、um, of ESG-linked loan in Luxembourg. This year would depends on various factors. For example, the macroeconomy and interest rate, the ability and quality of ESG data,、um, the performance of、uh, the ESG existing ESG loans, the alignment and consistency of、uh, ESG definitions, as well as the evolution and implementation of ESG regulation and reporting standards.、Um, but The market stay positive and believe that、uh, ESG-linked、uh, loans would still be growing.
Well, thank you very much, Mia, for your time and for sharing your insights into the legal and regulatory landscape um, for funds in Luxembourg. This was a really very helpful overview of the market. So look out for the next episode in our podcast series, which will be released soon. Thank you very much and have a good day. Thanks, Kamar. Have a nice day. Thank you.